welcome to the Black and White Podcast, where we seek to filter the gray world around us through God's Word with radical grace, raw truth, and real hope. I'm Denise Pass, and I'm here today with a surprise for y'all on this last episode of the year. I'm joined today by my new co-host, Allison Mayberry. Yay! Yay! Welcome! Thank you. I am so excited to be here with you today. We need like some dramatic music. I know, like the cheering in the background. I'm so going to put that in, okay? I'm announcing that right now, so when you hear it, you'll know what we're talking about. Well, we are so excited to have you on this podcast, and I personally am excited to have you partner with me here, sister. Y'all, I'm going to be real with you. Of course, I'm always real with you, but this is a phrase we say anyway, right? It is hard when you partner with someone and they move on, but I trust in God's will, and I know that God is leading people to where they should be. So as much as it is hard to have podcast partners move on, not a guilt trip for you, Angela, if you're listening, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, or Micah, (laughs) but there truly has been nothing but good reasons, and I'm just so proud of and just thankful for what God's doing in their life. But I'm also the benefactor, as Allison has moved on to join me here. And so I want to take this episode to help you guys get to know Allison. For the scripture episode of the day, I want to ask Allison what her favorite scripture verse is and why. So that one is a hard one. And I think because in my journey in faith, I think throughout different seasons I've gone through, I've had different verses. So I think sometimes for some people too, that will change. Uh, so for me right now in the season that I'm in is Second Chronicles 15, 7. And for those of you that are unfamiliar with that verse, it is, but as for you, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. And so much so that I like it. I've actually tattooed it to my arm now. Uh, And I was totally against tattoos years ago. And I just felt that I needed to be reminded for it. Mm. And just so many things that I've been through, that those words, be strong and do not give up. I think so many of us give up in the battle and, you know, the win is right there on the other side. So I just need to be reminded that, you know, we go through these valleys and we go through what we go through and there is going to be such a reward on the other side. So that that is what I am claiming to be my verse right now. Oh, that's awesome. I think about John Piper and he talks about the superior pleasure, the rewards we have mm-hmm. in Christ because a lot of times we put our hope in things in this world and when they fail us, we can be so discouraged. Exactly. But looking to that hope, looking to that reward yep. Yep. is such a, a great incentive for us to keep being and living on purpose. Wow, I love that verse. That might be one of my new favorites. I, I'm not that tattooed. Hey, that's on, but... mine. That's mine. You can't take my verse. <laughs> okay, well, we can share. We'll share. <laughs> okay. We're fighting already, people. <laughs> so one of the reasons why I asked Allison to be a part of this podcast is because I've watched how she lives her life. Y'all are going to love her, too. Aww. <laughs> She's passionate for Jesus. She's a servant-hearted person. She has experience on radio, where she currently works. She is a dedicated mama and sister in the Lord, and she has also walked through exceptionally hard times, but persevered in her faith. Allison, can you share a little bit about your journey of faith? Absolutely. And just for anybody who's listening, I would love for them just to know that 
it is never too late. Mm. I think that was my biggest misconception. Um, you know, I was raised as a Catholic and, um, my mom was a single mom and we didn't really go to church very often. Mm. And so there really was no upbringing and that's no slight to my mom or to anybody in my family, but we really weren't we, we would joke and say C&E's. Yeah. Do you know what C&E's are? We would go to church for Christmas and Easter. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> I call them creasters. <laughs> a creasters. <laughs> well, that's what we would do. But yeah. we, never, we never really lived it out during the week. And when I got married, it was the same thing. We had kids and it was like, okay, well, they need to be baptized and we need to go through all mm-hmm. of this. But then I really started asking questions for myself. You know, what, what do I believe in? Not mm-hmm. what did my parents teach me? Not... What did somebody else tell me that I should be doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and I finally opened the Bible mm-hmm. and started to ask lots of different questions. And probably about two and a half years ago now, I would say was my most profound, um, gosh, I don't even know the right word to use for it. Yeah, it might be. You know, I I'd started to do a Bible study online. I was asked to be part of a book launch. And I don't even remember like why I applied for it. Like that's not something that I would do. And I got the approval and they said, yes, you can be part of this. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I just tucked it away. And one day I happened to be on Facebook, of course, and ended up with that, the live book review or whatever it was that they were doing. And it really caught me. And I ended up printing the whole book off that day and read it. And it was just a book that totally changed my life. And it changed the way that I live. It changed the way that I looked at things. And from that moment on, it really has just been um, hills and valleys, ladies and gentlemen. You know, (laughs) just because you find Christ doesn't mean Mm. that, you know, everything is given to you. Um, he's, He's said that, you know, he'd never leave us, but he didn't say it would always be easy. And we've had, I would think I've had more um, obstacles placed in my path now, um, since I've become obedient, that's been a very Mm, big mm -hmm. word. And, um, so again, you know, just people that are listening, I would just encourage them to, you know, don't give up. And when you're on that journey and on that journey for your faith, just keep going. And, you know, there's times when you're going to be on your knees and just begging for some Mm -hmm. mercy and it might not make sense at that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, but it will you know? Yeah. And I think that's a cool thing too, Denise, is when you can look back on your life and see God's fingerprints where you thought that you were at your lowest and you can put all the pieces together and Mm -hmm. say he was absolutely there. That's just so cool to me. Oh, that's beautiful. Now you have to tell us what the book was. Okay. So it was Mom Strong, Becoming Mom Strong by Heidi St. John. Mm -hmm. I ended up, um, she's written a couple of books since then, but it was it was the first book, and there's lots. We've got lots of women that I'm sure that are listening. Yeah. You've probably read tons of Beth Moore and Priscilla Schreier, and this was the first book that truly said to me, you need to go back to your scripture. Mm. Um, and that's so important because as I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm looking at your bookshelf, <laughs> and we have so many books, and what I never realized, we have the book. Yes. We have the yeah. one and only book that you need. And even though it was written thousands of years ago, it has our answers for today. Mm. You know, circumstances might be different. Times may be different. But the Bible 
it's just got so much in it and all you have to do is pick it up and read it. So whatever, if this podcast gets you to finally open up and read it, if your book, um, you know, if somebody else's book brings someone to read that Bible, then, then that's great. Mm -hmm. But it really is. So yeah, mom strong totally changed my life and Mm -hmm. we have Bible studies with it and it is amazing. I love it. That is so awesome. And, you know, that is why we do this. I mean, yes. we're pointing people back to the scriptures. And books can be great if they're pointing us to the one book. Correct. You know? And Correct. that's something that can inspire people to return to their maker and come to know God. Yep. So, Allison, what first drew you to working at the radio station? And can you tell us a little bit about your past experience in radio? Ah, uh, well, let's see. I volunteered at the radio station probably... About 10 years ago, I've listened for 16. Mm -hmm. Uh, My daughter, believe it or not, played the violin on the radio station live once a week. So I apologize to all those (laughs) listeners that she was in like first grade, I think, when she started. And we just kind of built a relationship with the station. Um, I love community. I think community is so Mm -hmm. important to Mm -hmm. families and to everybody. So we would go in and we would help out for their fundraisers. We would go to their block parties. Of course, Christian music to me, it's, it's church for me. It's, Mm -hmm. it's therapeutic. I love listening to the music. So PER plays to me, my favorite music. Um, and so it was just one of those things of, you know, volunteering all the time, but it wasn't until, you know, this summer that they had a position that opened up that I really honestly, and it sounds crazy, but I just felt like God was saying, it's your time, Mm -hmm. you know, circumstances are different. Your kids are older you're in a different place in your faith and you should apply for it. And I did. And there were many days where I thought, oh, I am definitely not equipped to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, there are so many other people who are more worthy of this job and mm-hmm. are more experienced. And um, another thing I've learned is, you know, sometimes what is that saying of he doesn't call the equipped Right. Um, he equips the call. No. <laughs> yeah, look, we're both, we're, I'm totally backwards. I'm trying to have a moment here. This will be our first blooper. Yay! Yeah, here we go. No, that, okay. So there's a saying that God says he doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. Right. There it is. At least um, that's our version of that's, it. That's, okay? <laughs> we're sticking to it. <laughs> no, but so it, it really was. So I felt like um, I needed to trust. And, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about this in many more podcasts to come. Trust sometimes is hard for people because we want to take control. We mm. don't want to let, we don't want to put it down and let God take, you know, the wheel, whatever yeah. song that is. <laughs> um, but I think when you do, when you, when you just say, okay, God, I'm going to surrender it all and I'm going to leave it at your mm-hmm. feet and you trust him he really does. He provides for you and he guides you. So it was a complete blessing and it was a complete right moment thing. And I found out on my birthday this year. So it was Aww. like the best birthday gift. So that was wonderful. Um, I love all the people at the station. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so a couple of years ago, one of the um, happy who was on the morning show um, was off for a couple of weeks and they let me come in. So I got to play Aww. around and got to do that kind of stuff. And so every now and then I would go and I would try to be on the air. So I'm not on the air now, um, but mm-hmm. they've got fabulous radio personalities and I get to work behind the scenes now. So it's a ton of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, aren't you all just loving her? Oh, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Well, and this, we're just really wanting uh, to introduce you to our audience today because I think 
God has just used this podcast in the past couple years to help us be able to speak into our culture things that this culture, people don't want to talk about some of the subjects mm-hmm. we talk about because yep. it's easier just to say, hey, that's controversial. We don't really want to talk about that, but we need to. And so I think your heart and desire to, you know, community is yep. really huge as well with what right. we're seeking to do, reach out into the community. Yep, yep. So tell us a little bit about your family. Uh, you're on the hot seat. Today. I know. Wow. <laughs> I get oh to my ask goodness. You all sorts of questions. <laughs> okay. My blood type is no. <laughs> so I've um, I've got four amazing children. I guess I should start with my husband. My husband's name is Roy. I love him to pieces. Um, he's actually we were friends growing up. Met him for the first time like a first grade on the playground. Uh, grew up all the way through high school. Never dated never dated. Uh, after graduation, we went our separate ways and fast forward 18 years and technology and Facebook and all of that different kind of stuff. And, um, we reconnected and it's been amazing. It's wonderful. Again, lots of ups and downs in marriage, lots of ups and downs, which I'm sure we will get to. Um, but we have four amazing children. I've got, uh, my oldest daughter is Cassandra and she is studying to be a vet. And then my second daughter, Callista, is graduating this year, so I'm super excited. Yep, she goes to Coastal Carolina, and she's doing marine science. So she wants to be the person who's, like, saving all the turtles and the whales. And and she just loves it, and she's really good at it. And then uh, my youngest daughter is Carissa, and she is at Germana, so she's doing community college this year. She's excited about that because she's been homeschooled, so now she's back in, you know, the real world. Um, and then my baby, my Zachary, he has just turned 16 and he's working and we're homeschooling and working. And so we're figuring, we're figuring all that out. But I did, we, I homeschool my kids. Um, we've been, I don't know how many years we've been homeschooling now. I think it's eight. So yep, we, you know, did the public school thing. We did the private school thing. We went back to the public school thing and then I did the one thing I said I would never, ever do, and I homeschooled them. So I'm sure, again, there will be lots of things for us to talk about on that as well. Well, you know, it's funny because when I first heard the word homeschool, my oldest daughter was in the womb. And I was like, what is that? And I was instantly drawn to that. I was like, I'm really? supposed to do that. Yeah. And so I just ended that journey, uh, 21 years of home education, um, by putting my youngest uh, in a private Christian school. And that has been a blessing. It was God's timing. Exactly. But I will... I just cherish forever those moments that I got to home educate. Yep. And this is where I think this podcast is going to be so much fun with us because you're like, my child was in my womb. And I was like, (laughs) my child was in my womb. And I was like thinking, okay, when can they go to kindergarten? When will I get to send them to school? So when people said, oh, you should homeschool them. I was like, you people are crazy. (laughs) Um, But I will agree with you. It was, it is the most probably one of the hardest things you ever do, but the most rewarding job you will ever, ever have. Oh, yeah. And, and when your kids come back to you, because I now have four in college, and, and they come back and say thank you. Yes. And you, they're in college. So do you ever have that moment where, like, yeah. like my daughter who's at Germana right now mm-hmm. is just, you know, got her grades, finished school, and she has a 3.9 GPA. And oh. I'm like, we did it. Like, I feel like it's a goal of the two of us. Like, 
you really know what you're doing. <laughs> so we didn't mess you up. So <laughs> I'm so excited, you know, to know that one is going to hopefully go to vet school soon. And one's thinking about undergraduate, well, graduate school. And we did it. You know, again, it's, it's, it's getting off the bench and you were talking about talking about things that people don't want to talk about. Yeah. It's talking to your kids about those things because they're the next generation that yes. is going to change this world for us. So mm-hmm. just being a good example and, and leading them, you know, the right way, because if we're not, there's so many other people that are, are trying to steer them away from Christ. Oh, yes. And so we need to make sure that we steer them the right way. Amen. All right, so Allison, what is God doing in your life right now? What do you feel He is calling you to? Oh, he is stretching me. If do you remember Gumby? <laughs> that is what I feel favorites. like. Oh my goodness, I feel <laughs> like. <laughs> I do. I feel like He is stretching me, but He is stretching me in all the good ways. Um, he is challenging me to share my testimony. And I think that is super scary Mm -hmm. because I think when you go through trials, whether, you know, sometimes we go through trials that are good and have good endings. And sometimes we go through trials that have bad endings. But I think a lot of times, I even think sometimes how I was raised was, you know, well, that happened within the family. It stays within the family. And as women, there's so many things that women go through that people are said, don't talk about that. We can't Mm -hmm. talk about that. And I'm not getting on a woman's movement kick or anything like that, but we have to talk about it. There's so many things that happen to women in our society that we feel like, oh, well, I'm ashamed because I have anxiety or Mm -hmm. I'm ashamed because I was abused. And, And we have to remember that those things don't define us. They don't Mm -hmm. identify who we are. We are a child of Christ and we are just beautifully made. And so for me, it is, if my pain is going to be able to help one other person, Mm -hmm. then that is totally the purpose of, of why I'm doing what I'm doing. So I'm being obedient. I am Mm -hmm. listening to what he's telling me to do. Mm -hmm. And believe me, there are conversations where I'm like, are you, are are you talking to the lady who's in the next car (laughs) over? Like you can't certainly be talking to me. Um, but I see it. I see in the Bible studies that I do and I see the difference in my church for me, of just talking about what I'm going through, of people sharing and the walls coming down. And that is my goal, is to be able to speak to people in truth and love. And if we disagree on something, not for them to feel condemned. Um, Now, if they feel convicted, that's something totally different. That's the Holy Spirit. That is not me. But I want to be able to discuss these things and then back it up biblically. I want to be able to talk about that and um, walk away from a conversation. I can disagree with you, but I can still absolutely love you for who you are and and what you're talking about. But um, so that's, that's what I really feel. And I know I'm going to have some people that don't like me for, for things that I say and for some of my opinions, but I just know that that's what God has led me to do. And I believe very firmly in it. And um, I'm learning to trust him. And I think once you, you know, get there and that doesn't mean that you don't have days that you don't cause you do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, just working on sharing my testimony and just trying to be a beacon of hope and a mm-hmm. beacon of light to other women who may just feel that they're in a same situation or a similar situation and they want to give up and they're just done. And I want them to know that they're so loved and, mm-hmm. 
they're needed and they're wanted and just to be able to share that. Oh, amen. Well, do you feel like you could share some of the testimony of what the pain point is in your life right now that God is bringing you through and what he's doing in your life? Yeah. Um, it's funny because in, in stressful times, I'm always sarcastic and make jokes. So I'm like, well, which painful thing do you want to talk about? <laughs> um, you know, I, you asked me about my family. Um, and I had said, you know, I'm with my husband. And obviously, since we reconnected after 18 years, it is my second marriage. Mm-hmm. So I was super excited to reconnect with him. And um, so obviously, the children are not biologically his, um, but he has stepped into the role every mm-hmm. way that you could. Um, and with saying that, I think sometimes now he's even stepped into the role and it was too much for him. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband is currently serving a jail sentence mm-hmm. um, in Virginia that um, from taking money from his employer and then actually not just one employer, but two employers. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was all without myself knowing, without the kids knowing. And I mean, we went from middle-class white America, Mm -hmm. you know, kids are in theater and they dance and we were living well. I mean, we weren't, we don't have like beach houses. That's my joke because I love the beach (laughs) and I don't have a beach house. Um, you know, trouble with our cars. We have used cars and all that kind of stuff and, um, but I think I think my husband wanted to provide everything and anything he could mm-hmm. to myself and to the children. And I think he got caught up in something that he obviously, I think he knew it was wrong. But I think it's almost like, or at least what I try to tell myself is it's almost like a, get, a gambling habit mm-hmm. or even mm-hmm. pornography or something like that. You just get addicted to it. And um, so he took money over the course of four years. And... Um, you know, I found out through a newspaper article and I think, yeah, um, I think the biggest thing, like I said, my pain, just the purpose to help somebody else, your marriage vows, whether you're young listening to this or old, like remember that you're, you're making a commitment to one another Mm -hmm. and there's not always going to be happy days. Mm -hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, I think marriage is probably another really hard thing that we, you know, that we go through. Our kids grow up with Barbies and they think like princesses and all this kind of stuff. And, um, sometimes your prince does come, but he's not on a white horse. Mm -hmm. Um, and as crazy as it sounds, um, you know, I miss him. It, Mm -hmm. he's been gone almost nine months Mm -hmm. and nothing smells like him anymore. Like the truck would smell like him. The bed Mm -hmm. would smell like him. So I'm losing those nuances and I'm losing those memories, but I don't think I would change this experience for anything. And I'm like thinking in my head as I'm saying this to you right now, that's the craziest statement, but it has, it has brought him so much closer to the Lord. Mm -hmm. It has made me so much stronger in my walk. Mm -hmm. I look at my kids and I think, wow, you know, they could have all given up this year. They could have dropped out of school or made excuses of, oh, my stepdad, you know, is in jail or this and that. And they're all still striving to be the best that they can be. So, yeah. So, um, but I will be honest with you, Denise, I think if I had not read that Becoming Mom Strong book two years ago, Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't be on this podcast with you. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't have my job at PER. Um, I 
probably would be in a corner somewhere crying and, and feeling sorry for myself. And there's, there's only so much time that you can do that for. Ladies, yeah. I am all for pity parties. I have them. Oh, um, you I'm know, definitely in the corner and oh, chocolate. oh my <laughs> goodness. Yes. I have two amazing yes. friends that are like my pillars. And when things happen, uh, we always joke that we're in the closet calling one another eating chocolate and, <laughs> and that's what happens. And, yeah. but I've really learned through this mm-hmm. that, you know, you learn who your friends are also when you go through a trial like mm-hmm. this, because there have been people who have shied away from us mm-hmm. and that hurts me. It hurts me so much. Um, but there have also been people that have stepped up that have prayed for us that have prayed that have gone to go visit my husband in jail. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go to a jail? Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go to a jail and he's my husband. So for a friend to offer to say, Hey, I'll go see him this week. So mm-hmm. you don't have to go or let's go together. That to me is, is Christianity at its best. You know, that is loving, mm-hmm. loving the person that has just hurt you the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I could, I could walk away there. Believe me, there have been times, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, I'm out of here. See you later. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I took a vow and I love him and when he comes home, there will be lots of marriage counseling. Uh, there will be lots of counseling for lots of different things, I'm sure. But I can only, again, trust that God's put this in our path. Um, I don't want to say for a reason because my kids hate that. My kids hate. I know. It sounds so religious, right? It does. It does. And I don't want to say yeah. that because I also don't want to say, like, God allowed this to happen. Because, you know, God created a perfect world it's the humans, it's us that mess it up. Yes. And mm-hmm. so my husband made these choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and my husband made the choices to not be honest with me. And I do, I, I, I would love to say I'm done. I'm walking away. Cause ask any of my children, my biggest pet peeve is somebody that lies. Yeah. So how weird is that? That that's what God gives me is a husband that lied to me for four yeah. years, you know? And Um, but I don't, I don't have any gut feeling. I don't have any inkling of, you know, burn the ship or jump the ship. Mm -hmm. I have, um, God in my ear, just telling me stay strong. And, you know, when you have those moments, you have those moments Mm -hmm. and stay by your husband's side and continue to grow. And if anything, you know, again, my testimony sharing with ladies like yourself and my friends that are at church and friends that are at work of love your spouse, be honest with your spouse. You know, if something, if something's bothering you, you've got to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, don't, don't hide things. I know there's lots of people. Some people have said to me, well, how did you not know? Well, because my husband was an accountant. He took care of all the bills, you know, and lots of people have marriages set up like that where one person Mm -hmm. does the other. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, because I don't want to take care of all that. And now I am, I don't want to take care of all that, but you know, just if, if life seems to be overwhelming for you, speak to your spouse. That's why God gave them to you. And don't think you have to do it all alone. Cause I really do feel like my husband just didn't want to let us down. And Mm -hmm. I felt like it just, it kept happening and it kept happening. And he did, we prayed for him to be saved and he was saved and it was an amazing thing. Our church, we all prayed for it. Um, and then this all came out a couple of months later. So it was definitely, I do think the whole religious thing, I do think it was a God thing because Mm -hmm. he, he came forward and he gave his life to Christ, but 
you know, you can't live fully in Christ unless you're clean. And this needed to come out. So mm. it's been a tough road for us. Uh, yes. But like I said, we're becoming stronger. And our family is, we have good days and we have bad days. But we're definitely, mm. um, it. it's teaching my children that a marriage is not something that comes easy. Uh, don't ever take it for granted. Mm. And, you know, love, love the most that you can every single day. Because the very next day you have no idea. And this, like I said, it completely blindsided me. Mm -hmm. So I went from one day of just, you know, Hey, I'm going to work. I love you. I'll see you later to my daughter calling and saying the police are here and he was arrested. Mm -hmm. And so in a blink of an eye, you can lose everything. So mm -hmm. I, I tell everybody just love your spouse. Don't take anything for granted. You know, if you're thinking about, Oh, well maybe I'll do that. Just do it. Just do it. It's, yeah. it's definitely worth it. Yep. Beautiful. And such a picture of what Christ did for us, you know, absolutely unmerited, undeserved grace that we each have received. And, you know, he keeps his vow to us absolutely, you know, um, and saved us. And well, you know, guys, I pray that you've gotten a little glimpse uh, as we've gotten to meet Allison in this episode. And, but, you know, in keeping with the original vision of black and white, I want to kind of give you a little hint of what we're looking forward to in this new year. We want to hit on topics that are relevant to our culture, and we want to read and speak in God's truth and grace into a culture that is desperately in need of Him. And so Amen. we plan on having guests on here in the next year hitting on topics that sometimes, like we mentioned earlier, we try to avoid, <laughs> but it's necessary to you discuss to. them. Yep. So we want to know what is on your heart. If you can leave a comment of what topics you want us to cover in this next year, what matters to you, please let us know. Yeah, and don't be afraid. Like I know for so many years I sat and I had questions, but I didn't want to be that person that asked that question. And, you know, I know if you're going to leave the comment, we're going to see who it is, but no one's judging anybody. <laughs> um, you know, so just if there are things that you want to talk about, we would definitely, I know I definitely would love to dive into it. And it's not always going to be pretty. Um, so like Denise was just saying, you know, different things that we're, we're going to get into and that we're going to talk about. Um, the raw truth is that, God has called us to speak the truth to our surrounding culture. And we just said, that's not pretty. It's, mm -hmm. it's not pretty and it's hard, but we have to speak truth and love to one another. Mm -hmm. um, radical grace is that God has revealed his word to us so we could help set others free. That I love that. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that? Set others free. So giving grace to somebody, stop being so judgmental, Amen. you know, um, and real hope. God can reach our surrounding culture through us when we speak the truth with grace and tell the living hope we have in Jesus Christ. And so we're going to touch on those three things. And, and like we said, we want you to leave your comments and, and we can talk about that. But all right, I'm glad to meet you guys today. I'm sorry I dumped everything on you all, but hopefully that you guys got to know who I am a little bit. And you've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth. Thank <laughs> you.